0: If you are listening to this, we are really glad you're here. Connor, Jack, and I started this podcast in order to bring the Notre Dame community closer together while we are all far apart. Today's episode, we bring you Father Pete McCormick, CSC, but we want to interview all of you too. So if you would like to be on an interview, check out the link in our description and we'll get you on the show. Have a wonderful day and enjoy. Hello, Jack and Connor, we are here, we made it, episode five, and today we have an extremely exciting guest, Father Pete McCormick, CSC. Before we get to Father Pete, <laughs> um, how are you guys doing in quarantine? <laughs> I've,
1: uh, I, I think I've come out the other end of my valley of depression and non-existence, um, and, and my big quarantine update is something that you guys haven't noticed while we've been on Zoom for the last hour, and I'm a little, little hurt. I organized a nail painting session. With my sister. I was going to ask, pair. but then didn't. They look good. I did it myself. So purple and then a second tone on my ring finger of silver. Sparkly silver, obviously.
0: What's the significance between the secondary color?
1: It's pretty and it gets highlighted by the dark purple,
0: Joe. You idiot. But, but why the ring finger?
1: Oh, that's just where you do. it.
0: Okay. So I was, these I just
1: things sure. you know when you paint your nails.
0: I'll take notes.
2: Connor, are you frozen on
1: Zoom, or are you just...
2: No, no. I honestly wish I was frozen. Uh, that way, I didn't have to think of. Oh man, like there's no, there are no words to describe the flurry of thoughts that rushed through my head. Yeah, I just want to, so... I just want to make it clear for you, Connor, that this wasn't like
1: my sister's home for the weekend. It was not like she walked in the house and was like, "Jack, I'm bored and I'm painting your nails." No, I asked her to bring the nail polish. I organized this this session
2: just just so we're clear here (laughs) you look like a deranged second grader with how you painted painted your nails (laughs) it's not that bad it's not it's not good also it shouldn't uh, uh, there there's too much let's move on um
1: (laughs) how are you doing buddy
2: as far as an update on me (laughs) goes um not too much has been happening um starting to browse, uh, around on shows, uh, cause I recently finished black sales. Uh, the finale was, it was okay. Uh, so I, am I'm, I'm currently looking for a new show to occupy my time. Uh, so if you have any suggestions, feel free to tweet at me after this uh, episode. But, uh, I watched the first season of umbrella Academy on Netflix And then I realized there wasn't going to be a second season for a few more years. So then I
0: cried in my bathroom for about an hour. And now I'm doing a podcast. (laughs) So far in quarantine today, I have three major updates. First of all, I've broken down and started to plan to make my own TikTok. Oh, God. It's a process, but I'm really excited about this prospect.
2: Just when I thought. Jack's painting nails was the biggest cry for help I had seen I had heard on this podcast you have fully reverted to the actions of middle schoolers across the country now Joe but please do pray tell uh, what is your plan for your
0: TikTok I haven't come up with a plan yet but right now Connor if I get more than 5,000 favorites (laughs) on my video you should have to make a TikTok video. I love that. I'll agree to those terms. Are you in? All right. My terms are set. Five Wait, how, how, how many?
2: I'm not on this TikTok
0: or talk tick. I don't know <laughs> what
2: you kids, TikTok. you millennials call it. Oh, okay. Um, But how many views on average does does a video get? Like, if you set the bar at 5,000 views and the average one gets 7,000 views. Well,
0: the, well okay, I think the average video gets somewhere under less fi- under 500 views, I would think. But I'm not talking 500 views. I'm talking 5,000 likes. Like, they watch it and they click the like button. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, this is easy. You're not going to get that. All right, game on. I'm motivated now. The second thing okay. I've been doing in quarantine, I started watching the show Ozark.
1: Mm, I've
0: heard good things. <laughs> Absolutely wild show very crazy. Morality's questionable but it's fascinating. So, where is it? On Netflix? Is it on Netflix? Okay. Yes, on Netflix. They're like it's in the Ozarks. I thought that was your question. Um It's in the Ozarks on Netflix. <laughs> St-
1: somehow I deduced that part, Joe.
0: So, definitely recommend that show for anyone listening. I've season 3 just came out and that's really good, but we're still on season 1. So, I'll let you know in a little bit. The third thing, I've devised my new plan. So, we started zumba a while back at school and then since we've moved to this new online fashion we've been doing zumba but spelled with zoom like the video source i don't get it oh we'll we'll go through it later later. anyway we've been doing that and we put together this entire like summary of everything we've done so far and we're in the process today of sending it to caleb marshall at caleb marshall on instagram the fitness marshall Who's the one we've been following all his videos? And my second goal is to get him to do a live Zumba session for anyone that wants to join. If you
1: get that put together, I will break my Zumba abstinence. I will,
2: yes. Yeah, will Jack and it. I will both tune in for that
0: Zumba. All right. So I'm going to get 5,000 likes on TikTok. And I'm going to get Caleb Marshall to join us for Zumba. That's my goals for the week. Your challenges are set, Go. Joe. Joe, how many
1: how many people are in your household? Four. Four. I hope your TikTok doesn't even get four likes.
0: You'll see. <laughs> you <laughs> all You'll see. All see. <laughs> I'll be back here this time, next episode, and Connor will have to make a TikTok. Um, but until then, the next thing we have is our interview today with Father Pete McCormick. All right, thank you so much for being with us here today. This is our fifth episode, and we have a very special guest from the University of Notre Dame. We have Father Pete McCormick, CSC, who is actually joining us today on the 13th anniversary of his ordination out. So thank you so much for being here on such a special day, and congratulations. Hey,
3: thanks so much. Thanks for having me. It's a real honor to be a part of this.
0: Oh, You clearly haven't
3: listened before.
1: <laughs> 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 Father Pete, I have to ask, um, I saw on your post that you were ordained with Father Greg.
3: That's right.
1: That's correct. Uh, Do you have any dirt you can share from his time in the seminary? Because he I'm in Zom um, and we have a a nice love hate relationship where I love him and he hates
3: me. So (laughs) I'm trying to to even the scales a little bit. (laughs) Uh, Jack, here's the deal, man. I've got some stories, but he's got stories on me. So <laughs> it's, it's mutually assured destruction, man. I can't go down that road. <laughs> uh, that's, that's fair.
0: <laughs> so Father Pete, over your past 13 years, what has been like the highlight? What has been the best part of being a priest so far?
3: Yeah, I think, Joe, it's a great question. I, I the, the Probably the greatest blessing for me as a priest is the people. The people that I've come in contact with that I, I could have never imagined ever um that are now so essential and important in my life i really think that's what it comes down to we can um the the sacramental moments we can think about weddings and baptisms and funerals and um but really it 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 starts with the people and, and being invited to be a part of individuals journeys as they go along That that i'm just so privileged to be a part of so that's what it comes down to
2: so father pete
3: uh you love being with the people,
2: but right now the people are scattered uh, across I know the country uh, and, and very few of us are on campus anymore at this point so uh, so what have you been up to uh, since
3: since this entire
2: thing uh, broke out
3: Well you know what, what people can't listen or see on our podcast is that we're talking to each other over zoom so I am um, broadcasting here from beautiful Stanford Hall and um, and I spent a lot of time some would say a disproportionate amount of time in the Stanford hall, the cinder block palace of love. Um, I have, I have taken, I have taken making phone calls and just walking up and down the halls aimlessly. And it, I must admit, it looks a bit like either zombie apocalypse or the rapture has occurred depending on one's particular literary persuasion. Um and I, I mean, it's it's so random. You walk down the halls and, and there's like shoes left and, and, and random uh, coats just sitting in the hallway. I, I mean, um so this is this is kind of been my experience luckily holy cross is still up and active so we're able to have community meals and masses so earlier today i was at the basilica for mass and then we had a meal together and, and that type of thing so a couple buddies of mine we celebrated my 13th uh, anniversary we did it up big style uh we did chipotle takeout so i uh, really feeling good about that yes. and, wow. uh, and then came back and and had uh, had dinner in father greg's room so all at socially distance and uh lots of purell so uh just trying to kind of make our way through this thing
1: do you uh do you have your pick of the litter when you go down those halls in stanford you're like checking the shoe sizes listen jack I, I
3: i have i've lived in a men's residence hall for too long i don't want to touch any of those things. I have no idea where any of those things have been and i am not touching them That's true. i just pass right on by yeah you may not get corona but you're gonna get something. <laughs> so true <laughs> it is so true yeah no 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 no. like i remember when i was back in my rector days and I, i'd go into a room at the end just to kind of check it out and i'm like how on god's great earth do people live in here how did that happen it wasn't because of the size i assure you is because of let's just say the lack of cleanliness
0: it's no keenan right connor
3: <laughs> no i mean
2: stanford is is more of our ugly uh step sibling uh but <laughs> but Hey, at least they're trying uh, over, over <laughs> in, in, our, in our twin building. Uh, but I can't say Keenan is much cleaner,
0: at least.
3: No. no, I think it's a general hazard of being in a mental.
0: <laughs> Brother Pete, what do you anticipate the fall is going to look like as far as school goes? And how are you preparing for that with your role as director of campus ministry?
3: Yeah, if I had a crystal ball, I'd love to be able to tell you exactly what that could look like. I think this is going to come down to what's safest for students and staff and faculty. You know, right now, I mean, who of us, who of us as of January 1st could have predicted where we're at now? So to try to think about and forecast into September or even late August, I don't know. But I know this, that we're going to have a very, we're going to have a plan that, that makes sure that the people involved are going to be safe. And, and, and I think Notre Dame has proven that approach, um, you know, throughout the course of this series of decisions that they've made. Um, but yeah, I, I just I want to take a moment just to reflect on kind of where we're at. I, you know, it feels obligatory at this point, but I really do. I just continue to be moved by everyone working on the front lines on this thing. I I keep seeing story after story of of these amazing healthcare workers and um, delivery people. I think about the folks who are working on uh, in the grocery stores. You know, I, I check out and I, and I make sure that I thank these folks every time because, like, this is this is a situation in which they're putting themselves in in harm's way every single time. Think Mm -hmm. about it. Someone goes in, grabs things, sets them down in a checker. This person has to grab them, scan them across, make sure that they don't ever touch their face, make sure that they're washing their hands with frequency. Like it it is truly amazing uh, kind of what we're seeing in terms of the sacrifices and the real generosity of people. But that that's been kind of a lot that I've spent my time thinking about is the small things that I'm grateful for and the and the, and the the things that I took for granted in the future that I'm going to be so much more grateful for when we get them back.
1: Absolutely. I want to ask logistically. I don't know if you know the answer or you're allowed to give the answer. Sure. But if, if study abroad doesn't happen, yep. which I think with visas could be very likely.
3: Sure. Do we have room on campus to bring back everyone? It's my understanding that we would, we have enough space in the halls to be able to accommodate that. Um, and so I, I think that there was actually a great email that was sent by uh, Notre Dame International um, not too long ago that addresses this. But it's my understanding that there, the Office of Housing has been working overtime to to kind of make this thing happen. So some version of it. I'm obviously in campus ministry. This isn't my bailiwick. So if anyone's listening to this and trying to quote me on it, I will say, hey, listen, you, you, ask, you ask the priest, the director of campus ministry housing questions. You're, you know, like... Well, it's the same question. You know, you could ask me about the stock market. I really don't know. um, But I, but I know that folks are working on that and I have uh, confidence that if the university says that, you know, we've got a, we got a plan that we'll have one. Well, Father
2: Pete, I got one, uh, I got one question for you that I know you know the answer to. And I I wonder if you'd, if you'd like to give insider information uh, to our tens and tens of listeners Uh, (laughs) yes (laughs) i I recently saw in a promotional video for the shirt that this year's design uh has been revealed so i i actually have a bet going with my friends on it so i was wondering if you could tell me if the color of the shirt uh rhymes with gravy or (laughs) uh Uh, okay (laughs) all right so you're just gonna yeah. have me lose money on this? That's that's how, <laughs> listen, that's how that goes. Listen,
3: I'm gonna be really clear. The, the people on the shirt, they they are they are incredibly um, uh, particular about what you can do with this information. Um, they they sent me a note that said, "Hey, listen," and I'm a priest, and they said these are the three um, kind of like expectations that we place before you. One of them. Um, is, like, absolute confidentiality. Like, I can't say word one. Like, I'm actually getting nervous that I'm addressing the fact that I may or may not know <laughs> what this thing is like. Like, listen. There's a second <laughs> bow of silence. I'm in a building <laughs> by myself. They could send in a sniper team at any point. They wouldn't find me for weeks. <laughs> like, no, I am not addressing this question. Like, those folks are serious. That's fair. That's.
1: Were, were, were any of you three at the it was the 2016 unveiling for the 2017 season. So spring there. of 2017. So the one where Brian Kelly says, here's our shirt for 2014. <laughs> <know, whatever> <laughs> that's just one of my low key favorite Notre Dame things. BK just had no idea what he was at or why he
3: was there. <laughs> he thinks this way, football season one, football season two. Hey, he that's what just, I wanted yeah. to my coach <laughs> though. <so.
0: laughs> exactly. All right, Father Pete, I have one more question for you before we move on to our hot seat. Um, this one I think okay. you can answer without getting in trouble. Um, that ad that comes on during the football games. Um, yes. The go to mass. I love to talk about this. And when it plays, you come on the screen, the entire crowd goes absolutely nuts. Then there's like a football yes. highlight and it goes silent. And then you come back on and it's loud again. Yep. The first time that happened, what were you thinking?
3: I thought it was a mistake. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, oh man, I, 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 that was cool as students as react. I couldn't figure out what they were reacting to. I was like, I couldn't figure out what you guys were like cheering about. Your shoe was I, untied.
2: Was like, the, shoe right. You
3: were trying and to find it time, out. I'm like, there seems to be a correlation when my ugly mug appears on the screen that people so maybe it's just utter revolt like oh my gosh, anything but that guy. Um, you know, and uh but like it it is it is truly um, something that uh, I've just been forever grateful for over the course of the past two years. Um, it, it is, it is something I couldn't have ever imagined. It goes back to what I was talking about before, man, the people that you meet and have the chance to kind of be a part of their lives. And I think about the Notre Dame student body has been one of the greatest blessings of my life. So it is, it, I always say to folks when they ask me this question, if, um, if, if I had, um, uh, kind of the capacity to demonstrate my affection towards the student body, um, I would hope that my my voice could be as loud as theirs because it is just genuinely um, reciprocal in terms of the appreciation. So whatever whatever students have given me, I, I hope to be able to give it back in whatever way that I can because I'm truly, truly, truly grateful. Oh, <laughs> man, I'm going to cry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got one final question. Okay. Um, I heard you're a big Marvel fan. Yes, I do love Marvel. Is, yes. All right, Fabulous. You know, in Infinity War, when Doctor Strange says he watched fourteen million six hundred and five versions of the future. Yes, I've loved for years to hear people's takes on what some of the other visions were of the. Oh my god! <laughs> You're
3: asking a hard question, Jack.
1: My the favorite one I've ever seen is uh, version six nine six nine, which says that um, <laughs> Thanos. <laughs> Um, is actually New Master 69 who keeps beating (laughs) Thor at Fortnite. (laughs) And that Thor goes to challenge Thanos to a game of Fortnite for the soul of the universe and loses. And that's one version in which Thanos wins. (laughs) So do you have
3: any versions? Man, okay, this is really fun to think about. Uh, First of all, can I just talk about the fact that uh, in Endgame, my favorite character is Fat Thor? Like, we just need to, like, bring (laughs) that out. Absolutely. (laughs) Like, I love the, the exchange he has with his mom when she's like, hey, and by the way, eat a salad. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's so good. Um, and, and I think he's wearing Crocs as well, mm-hmm. which I think is just, mm-hmm. just so good. Um, okay, so what could be a potential scenario? Man, I, I, I'd i have to think about this, but I, I would probably imagine that some scenario by which um, Black Widow becomes even less and less of a character because she's my least favorite.
4: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh man. <laughs>
3: so i don't know which scenario that is but like black widow is one of my least favorite of the marvel characters now i know she's got a movie out and i have a friend of mine who tells me that i will be more deeply appreciate black widow but i just think she's an undeveloped character and so i'm like i don't i don't know what she's doing here i must admit i did appreciate what she did to get an infinity stone that was helpful um so so when that movie got
2: pushed back in its release date you were like the only person out of a sea of millions (laughs) that was like oh sure that's fine uh, <laughs> I, was,
3: I was like okay whatever you are not gonna, you're going to have to do something to convince me that that black widow is actually an important character in this whole storyline. i have heard iron um, man's
2: going to be in it so i think that's a reason for a lot of <laughs> fans to show
3: up like legit iron man like tony stark and not rebranding him like no, no, uh, no, no. Uh, well cuz i mean so it's, it's, it's
2: before you know he he died uh so right. so i I, right. I, I, th- I think there's there's a possible cameo of, of him
3: oh so. uh, that, that, okay, fine. This is going to be a great movie. <laughs> All right. He's sold. Well, on
2: that, uh, Father Pete, I've got to take you into what has been called uh, by our two participants uh, that have come on the show, our toughest segment. Uh, and that, okay. is, that, is, that is our hot seat challenge. Uh, so basically, uh, it, the order will be simple. It will go Joe, Jack, then myself, and repeat. Uh, and we will Jeff. ask you questions on rapid fire uh Great. until Ready. We, we pretty much run out of them or five minutes whichever comes sooner <laughs> so uh so without further ado the challenge will take place joe
0: you're up and then jack all right here we go last song you sang along to in the car
3: last song i sang along to in the car um let's go with uh florida Georgia line i love country something like country right. music something like that i got it i gotta look it up now it's gonna bother me keep going <laughs> hold on i got it right here Heck yeah
1: brother uh all I right gotta,
3: i gotta pull up my hot list of uh of songs <laughs> which i call dope soul jams um there we go? Go. florida georgia line i love my country that's what it is mm-hmm. there we go all right
0: <laughs>
1: faculty priest or administration which one person do you want to be quarantined with
3: oh wow so faculty priest or administration what one person I think I'd yep. want to be quarantined with Jack Swarbrick because I think he's got a lot of stories I'd love to hear. <laughs> That's
1: And a few suggestions of your own?
3: Uh, uh, no, I'm not going to bring it up. I, I need to, like, if this is going to happen, I need to be able to surprise attack him.
2: <laughs>
3: I don't want to have any time to kind of think about, like, what I'm going to ask.
2: Much like a hot seat challenge. <laughs> All right. Iron Man exactly. or Captain America?
3: Iron Man or Captain America? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It is so clear. Iron Man. Captain America bores me. Sorry. I mean, he's uh, he's one rung below or one rung above uh, Black Widow. Like it just like he has no flaw. I'm like, uh, whatever. You do nothing for me. You
2: heard it here, folks. <laughs> Father Pete, an enlightened man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Father Pete, what is your go to dining hall meal?
3: Go to dining hall meal? Okay, so here's the deal. My go to is the one that is the most unfriendly uh, of the option, which is the stir fry because i've been told that you were a bad dining hall friend if you go and get stir fry because it takes so long you guys can tell me if this is or is not true but everyone else is like sitting there they're like where's pete at and then uh and then you come rolling in 20 minutes later because the long the line was. that's yeah, a whole group thing so that but yeah. that is like my favorite of them all
1: it, it is it <laughs> is
3: probably the best all right what is
1: the worst building on campus and why is it hager hall? <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay okay so I've, I've got some opinions on this um i actually think that the, the one that is is the worst is is that lakefront property that that it has like linoleum siding on it that keeps rotating what is what do they call that building does anyone even know oh west west lake, lake exactly followed quickly <laughs> design by step followed quickly by, by hagger um, then we, I'm not touching the dorms guys. Cause I don't want death threats. I think staff members are, are relatively kind of like unattached to these things. So I'm just going to attack staff occupied. buildings. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. If father Pete, if a movie were made about your life, who would play yeah. you?
3: Man. Okay. Let's think about this. Who would, who would play me? Well, it'd have to be someone with a face made for radio like me. Uh, <laughs> So we, what I'm saying is you don't want a looker. Um, I think oh, no. someone with some big ears and some glasses. You guys can help me out. I'm not exactly sure. Who who do you know that has big ears in uh in, in the movie movie industry?
1: Dumbo, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah, there it
3: is. Yes. <laughs> Similar size nose as well. This would be perfect. Yeah, let's go with Dumbo.
0: <laughs> Father Pete, which Holy Cross priest can do the most push-ups?
3: <laughs> you know what actually i think father greg might dominate in that area i'm gonna, I'm gonna give oh don't i'm telling you don't be like jack that. listen man the van's oh. a mystery <laughs> But I, I would be willing to bet you if i had to put money down on one only cross priest who can do the most amount of push-ups i put it on father greg
1: all right if if i give you a magic pill for you to grow your hair
3: back what style are you are you oh to in? boy this is great um okay <laughs> I pr- it, 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 and there's there's no judgment whatsoever. None no, at all, at all. Like I can do it, and I can that roll into you. any meeting I need to walk into, and it's, it's people are gonna be like, "Oh, good." Uh, it's gonna care. look
0: good no matter what you choose.
3: Mullet. I'd do a mullet. <laughs> it would be fun. That's what I'm working on in quarantine. It be a mullet <laughs> with some stripes on the side too. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah, I love Go it. You, know, like you need you need to have. I'd probably curl it up a little bit in the front, and then some stripes on the side, a little flow in the back. Are you going to open did.
2: a private tiger zoo at the same time? <laughs> is, that,
3: is, that, is that the look you're going for? Okay, can we talk about that for a minute? Like, <laughs> there's so much discuss. I watched Tiger King last week, and um, there's so much to say there.
1: I am three episodes through, and I what more can they cover in the next five? It
3: it's already just it gets insane. deeper and it gets darker. It Get takes ready. a turn. Buckle up, Carol. <laughs> right? Do it. Buckle up. Darker. She's already murdered. <laughs> that is true, but it gets worse.
2: <laughs> it, it, Tiger it.
3: King is not for the faint of heart. <laughs>
2: no, certainly not. All right, Father Pete, what made you decide to get an Instagram account, and are you hoping for social media fame? <laughs> okay, 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 okay.
3: <laughs> this is this is a worthwhile area. Not that any of the other things were not. Um, <laughs> I, I I just decided that um, I, I've been kind of notably not so positive on social media um and, and not because i have hate towards it but it just like i i feel at times like it's self-promotion um so i as i thought about it though like i want to be able to be where where students are at and so i decided that this is not really a decision for myself necessarily but it's a chance for me to kind of engage folks and 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 kind of um be able to share things that i otherwise wouldn't have been able to or learn things that i wouldn't have otherwise been able to learn to had i not kind of jumped in uh, jumped into social media so Hence, here I am with Instagram. I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, with respect to the fame, my hunch is is that uh, that is probably never going to happen. But I would love to have a blue check mark if that is ever possible. I'm not sure. I'm not sure <laughs> if Instagram even offers blue check marks, and if they don't, don't burst my bubble. I'll I'll deal with that when I when I later realize these things.
2: I think they sell them on eBay, but uh, <laughs> I, we we can. Uh, I, I have to give a particular shout out to your business casual post. Uh, the the collar with the gym shorts uh
3: (laughs) now i'm now
2: i'm envisioning a mullet with it Uh, (laughs) overall a look i must say
3: listen this so at first when i was in quarantine mode i was rolling in like all ready to go and then i realized like they can only see the top half (laughs) So, so i can I can show up in my collar with my basketball shorts on, which is pretty much what I've been hoping to do my entire career.
0: The silver lining. <laughs> also, I've never clicked follow faster. So, all right, I'll go through one more question each for the hot seat. Okay. All right. Um, have you thought about getting a TikTok?
3: No, man, that is not my jam. That is not my jam. Although, at a funny story in eighth grade, I was dancer of the year. Just want to point that out. So, I could probably pull There's it potential. Off. There's yeah. potential. Yeah. yeah. Where did you grow up, Michigan? (laughs) (laughs) Not many dancers out of Grand Rapids. (laughs) Listen, MC—I need to point this out. MC Hammer was big at the time, and he had this shuffle back and forth, which was very, very, very similar to a basketball shuffle. So I basically took what I did in basketball and I applied it on the dance floor, and it made me look very trendy for a hot minute. And then Hammer went broke. And it, was a, it was a very short minute. It was a short minute, but it was fun. It got me through eighth grade.
1: All right, last question for me. You have to go one-on-one first to 11. Which ND basketball player, current or past, do you want to face the most?
3: And who do you want to face the least? So who do I want to play against? Yeah. Men's, Men's or, or women's? women's uh, in terms of just like playing against to kind of see their, see their skill.
1: No, you want oh not
3: First of all, let's be really clear. I would not be able to beat any of them. I'm just going to note this. Like I'm a moderately decent basketball player. Um, I was introduced to the level of skill that they play in one time. Coach dropped me into practice for this little walkthrough. And um, and there's a player by the name of Jack Cooley at the time who went up for a rebound and he came down with his elbow and like nailed me on the top of the head. And I was seeing stars for the better part of three days. Like The sheer force that these guys have is is just obscene. So um some of the players that i would love just to kind of like have the chance to talk with about their game uh, Skylar diggins would be certainly one of them like what she's done on the women's side of things oh, yeah. pat Conton would be another I, and just to keep it at those two i think the list could go really long but then i'm going to risk offending people by leaving people off the longer i go so i'm just going to keep it at skylar and pat and leave it at that
1: i think the only person i would take is tj
3: yeah. because he's such a nice
1: guy that he might like let me go take the land, and then I, i'm not gonna lose 11 to nil that's that's all i got
2: all right father pete this was actually a question i asked on an earlier segment uh but i i have been told by many that it is one that i had to put to you okay uh and it's a very simple one hottest Pope. hottest Pope.
3: <laughs> yes are you talking about, like, just like in terms of sheer doctrine or physical appeal? You know, whatever whatever your flavor is, uh, I'm gonna audience. go with doctrine. I think I'm gonna okay, go with doctrine. You know, you know, I, you know, I, I uh, I'm... okay. So like, I'm I'm gonna do a throwback here. I'm gonna do John the Twenty Third, and probably a pick that not folks, not many folks would expect. Um, I love John the Twenty Third. One, he's the one who kicked off the Second Vatican Council, so the church that we know is ultimately kind of the result of something that he did um, but then also he had this incredible level of detachment which i've always tried to embody and do very poorly which was like late at night and think about what comes across the desk of a pope at any point right i mean like heavy stuff and every night he was his prayer was, was like listen god this is your church it's yours i'll pick it up in the morning and like having that level of detachment i think is so important and just great uh, because it's a reminder to us all like listen we do the best that we can and, and really at the end of the day god's working through us so don't make ourselves kind of the, the end of the story uh, realize kind of the bigger picture of what's going on so hottest pope john the 23rd
2: great answer <laughs> and i think i think you have withstood our hot seat challenge uh, <laughs> with flying colors so well done uh that brings us into our next segment don't worry Father Pete, we'll will give you a rest. Uh, you won't have to answer first. I I'm gonna make Joe uh, try and redeem himself since he's only given bad answers. Um, <laughs> in our in our next segment, our sponsored question segment, the Walsh family uh, questions. Uh, so the
1: first question, Connor, at what at what point, Connor, do you think that the Walsh family is gonna catch wind of this
2: and send <laughs> us some cease and desist <laughs> Once we exceed twelve. <laughs> <listeners>. <laughs> <laughs> then, then they'll really they'll really come after us hard with all the legal counsel. It is free advertising. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Plus, they own every other building on campus, so why not own this podcast too? <laughs> 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 all right, Joe. The question—it's simple. I don't. I, there are there are very few wrong answers. Let's see what you can do. If you had to choose three different foods to eat for the rest of your life, what would they be?
0: Okay. First, pizza. I think it's very versatile. <laughs> okay. We have this place in Des Moines that serves and Dune pizza and like orange chicken pizza, pizza. pizza and like all these different kinds of things. So I think you can get really creative with what pizza is. you got your Florida pizzas, your New York pizzas, your Iowa pizzas, your Chicago pizzas. Um, so there's all these different. Bites. You named Florida pizza and
2: Iowa pizza,
0: two things which I don't think exist. <laughs> Just trying to fit up there with the big boys of pizza, but pizza's my one. Second, I need something healthy, so I'm gonna go with avocados because I think they're very versatile, very healthy, and you can turn into guacamole, which is my favorite food. That's number two, and then third, I'm gonna go with grapes. Just because I think they're a great healthy fruit and they taste good. So that's my three foods.
3: Hmm. Don't you yes, mean they're exactly. a great healthy
2: food? <laughs> All right, Jack, just for that, <laughs> I was going to give you a break and make Father Pete go next, but just for that, I'm going to speed it up on you. You have to answer <laughs> next after <laughs> that terrible joke. Um,
1: Man, I didn't think about this I'm I'm a I'm a sound like such a jack wagon, but yeah, I need some filet mignon <laughs> in my life, so I'm, I'm taking filet mignon as my first Fillet <laughs> Yes, or Philip mignon, as the Georgians say. Uh, um, number two, I would do some horrible things to my own family for a pecan pie. I... <laughs> oh, God, I love pecan pie. Your own family? <laughs> so wow. They... Listen, if they stood between me and a pecan pie, I know who I'm choosing, and it ain't the people who raised oh, me. Oh, no. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. And uh, number three, I guess I need something healthy, Thank you. too. Uh, you're right, Joe. Right. I, li- I like clementines, actually. I-, I really like clementines. Wait, quick story before I'm you go on about
0: pecan pies. Father Doyle, every time we go out to eat with him, will order a pecan pie even when he knows for certain that the place does not sell pecan pie and he will ask for it every time the waiter comes back and he gets such a kick out of it and it's my favorite thing. So if you ever put a meal with Father Doyle, he's he's going to order the the pecan pecan pie. pie. Sounds (laughs)
2: like I'd love meals (laughs) with Father Doyle then. Um, Father Pete, do you
3: want to go next or do you want me to go? Uh, I'll jump in here. I have a question though. Does peanut butter and jelly count as one or two?
2: is is it in sandwich form or is it like the condiments are separate and just some weird, uh, like in their jars sandwich form. Okay. Yeah. That's totally, that's totally fine.
3: Great. So peanut butter and jelly one. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree. I agree with the, um, with Jack that we probably need some form of beef. So I'm going to go with the filet as well. Um, and I also agree that, um, that you're going to need something healthy, but you also want something sweet. So I'm going with a strawberry rhubarb pie.
2: So interesting healthy choice. Hey man, thing. listen. Uh, it's it's like, yeah, no. That, what? Oh man. That's like eating is ice it, cream being like that <laughs> of,
0: uh, uh potatoes um, are a vegetable.
2: All right. <laughs> Potatoes are <laughs> starch, uh, Joseph. So, on the topic of potatoes, actually, uh, that would actually be one of my three foods, because I, I I think potatoes are really the Swiss Army knife of foods. Uh, they can be anything, uh, none of which are healthy. But <laughs> if if I'm eating three foods. I'm probably not gonna make it that much longer anyways. <laughs> so might as well go for broke on foods I enjoy. Uh second, I am not a filet mignon guy. Uh I'm a sirloin guy. Oh, I see. Uh so I, I, I would have that. Um I noticed all of you um uh, I guess are gonna really struggle without beverages. <laughs> no. Uh, so, uh there's water in the question, ask for food. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. I'll I'll enjoy the sight of Joe <laughs> juicing a grape uh, to try and get the Grap water. Use. Um, I, I I am a I, I am well known as a, a an avid drinker of root beer, nice. uh, and so I would have a healthy or unhealthy uh, <laughs> supply of, of, of root beer ready to go. What kind
3: of root beer? Do you have a preferred
2: brand? Oh, absolutely! Uh, I'm glad you asked for the clarification. <laughs> I, I'm a Barks. A and W next, and then very bottom tier. Only if I am desert and if like have been in the desert for like forty days, forty nights, uh, will I have mug. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay, that's
1: good. Yeah, isn't that what they serve in the no, dining hall? No, they
2: serve barks. Isn't it mug? Yeah, yeah. Is it yeah. Art Oh, or if they serve mug. I would have, <laughs> I would have used all of my student government <laughs> lacking power uh, to change that. <laughs> all right. So, next question, um uh, I will start with it since I went I went last on on this one. All right. In the hit movie Avengers Infinity War, yes. Thanos wanted to collect the Infinity Stones to eliminate half of all existence. If you had the Infinity Stones, what inanimate object would you remove from existence? So, When I was writing this question, I gave it all of five seconds of thought uh, before I came up with my answer. And I would eliminate the world's supply of unicycles. Uh, (laughs) I, I, I really would. I think no one owns a unicycle out of humility. They own it for the sole purpose of showing off that they can ride a unicycle. And that, to me, that, that kind of vanity shouldn't exist in the world. So, I collect the stones. I'm snapping out all the unicycles in the world. They're gonna, I, You can pick a unicycle guy out from a mile away. You know he's only going to talk about the unicycle. And if I take that away, there goes his main talking point of how great he is. <laughs> Connor, what about
1: unicycle kid? Do you remember him? No. <clears throat> from like... It- Joe, it was like two years ago, maybe. There's that kid that rode a unicycle around. I- I'm not crazy here. There was a man riding a <laughs> unicycle around the University of Notre Dame, and I always wanted to know where he put it when he went to class. Like I saw him ride it into D bart and then where is he? Where is he stashing? That I mean, unicycle? you could
2: stash that unicycle anywhere. You how many? <laughs> like there are like two people that could probably steal a unicycle successfully. Uh, <laughs> other than that, no one wants that because no one knows how to ride it. Uh, but overall, I'm going to snap that thing out of existence. All right. Anyone else have a, like, I I, I won't call in a particular order, because I know my answer was pretty
0: fantastic <laughs> and pretty quick.
3: I'm, just, uh, I'm still thinking so, about this, of. Counter- have you ever seen the Red Panda? No.
0: Wait, on the Unicycle with the Cups? Oh,
3: jeez. Yes! Yes! Like, she has brought such joy. Oh, yes, yeah. She's brought such joy to the world. Like, she wouldn't be in existence. She'd be riding a tricycle or something. Like, well, there's some serious problems here. Yeah, Connor, (laughs) I
0: now disagree with you. (laughs) Yeah, that's a huge counterpoint. That's
2: that's fair. You know what? Back to the drawing board for me. Uh,
0: All right. All right, I'll take a stab at it.
2: Wow, I've been humbled. I have been humbled. Uh, I was undefeated in this question segment, and all it took was to bring on a campus celebrity uh, to put me to put me in my place uh, on this question segment. All right, Father Pete, I'll rise to your challenge, <laughs> and you're next. Okay. You're next. All right.
3: What inanimate object are you eliminating? Okay, the, the one that I would get rid of, like, immediately um, mm. is – and this is – okay, you need to know a little bit of a backstory. Um, I grew up water skiing. Um, it's one of my favorite passions in the summer. Uh, my family, we, we got a boat, do the skiing, the whole bit. I would get rid of, you call these one or two things, either um, uh, a Sea-Doo or a jet ski. Mm. Um, and, and they go by different names. Listen, these people who ride these things, no offense to anyone who's ridden them. <laughs> the only objective they have is to make the water choppy and intolerable for anyone else who's trying to do some kind of water sport out there. So, although I recognize the fun and I've been on them from a time to time, I just think that there's there's literally no need, and I get rid of them like that.
2: I will add, jet skis are probably the unicycle <laughs> of the water <laughs> uh, because people also like talking about their jet ski and how they own a jet ski, right? Uh, right, m- much like unicycle owners. All right, I uh,
1: I went. Water skiing for yes. the first time over spring yes. break down in Florida. That I have so much more respect for people like you now. I stood up on my last try. That was it. That's it. Just stood up. And by the end, like three days late this is three days later, I had trouble like lifting my luggage up to get it into the plane. And I mean I mean you guys know me. I'm A specimen. I'm pretty shredded. So like if I can't lift <laughs> I can't
2: I guess Well we know that's a lie. Uh yeah, I, I, I have immense respect for water skiers. I went water skiing once. Uh I drank a lake and I have never done it since. <laughs> they told me if you don't get up, then let go of the handles. Uh I lasted about two seconds yep. and then I was face first in a lake. Uh and I for some reason said, I'll get up <laughs> and I was dragged for about you know, 10 more seconds before I was like, yeah, there's no coming <laughs> yeah. back from this.
1: All right. I'll take this. I was inspired. Actually, I had a different answer, but father Pete's inspired me here to one of my yes. biggest pet peeves. I am wiping not off the face of the earth out of this universe. Snowboards. Oh, yeah. Because I am, I am a yes. regular skier. And I'm from the East Coast, so it's not that, you know, West Coast garbage where you have 10 feet of snow and it's beautiful. No, 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 We go on ice skating on those mountains. And when a snowboarder comes down and shreds up all the powder, whatever we have, and the only way, for those of you who have never been on a mountain, the only way to stop on a snowboard is to put the entire thing, like, horizontal down the mountain and then sit and fall <laughs> down, which just, <laughs> first of all, it's... Who invents a device <laughs> that that's how you're stopping while going down a mountain? Yeah. But it just wipes all the powder straight off the slope, and then there's no hope for the rest of us normal people. So I am absolutely eliminating snowballs <laughs> <laughs>
4: All right, for mine? All right,
2: Joe, we're on an extreme sports
0: theme. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to change it up Unicycle, do. i change it up. <laughs> I will say okay. that my answer is the unicycle or sea do of eating. Okay. Oh. Oh. Yes. All right. Okay. The salad fork. Oh. All right. So you have your normal forks and you have a salad fork, which is just a smaller version of the normal fork, but you only use yeah. it for eating salad. So first of all, I don't think salad deserves its own fork. And second of all, <laughs> I just think that's a lot of wasted Either if it's plastic silverware, then that's wasted. If it's not, you have to wash it and that's wasted. And I think it just makes certain people feel better about themselves because they have two forks when all you need is really one.
2: Mm. (laughs) So is this same animosity applied to soup spoon and dessert spoon or can both of those I think soup spoon
0: provides a utility. It's usually a little bigger. And so it makes eating soup a little easier. Like you can eat salad (laughs) just fine with a bigger fork. It's perhaps easier.
1: I have a second question. Does this apply to the cake fork? Because I think the cake fork. I've never seen a cake fork, so yes, it applies to that.
2: Yeah, that's that's not a thing, (laughs) except that like maybe Chuck E. Cheese and your average like party uh, party location.
3: Joe, I want to build off this third question. Sporks. What do you think about sporks? That's the future.
0: Uh, So
3: if we're talking about the future
0: sustainability, right? No. (laughs) If I want to wash the least utensils. I think if you have a fork and spoon on one side and it's got a knife on the other side, like that is one utensil and you get your whole meal out of that.
2: I would rather use my hands than eat with that's a sport. That's even further It future. is neither a fork
1: Just hands is the most evolved.
2: That's, that's the past, man. Goes uh, around,
0: comes around. Yeah. Please never give stock advice, yeah.
2: Joe. Oh, man. Joe, do you want to take us into our next yes. segment? Yes, all right. For our
0: final segment today, we are doing honorary degree and OCS referrals Yep. And today's challenge or topic is superpowers. Ah. So, best and worst superpower. We'll start with the best. Jack, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Yep. I'm going to start with worst. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what I've got on my mind, and I don't respect it. Um,
1: <laughs> I, I think one of the worst is invisibility. And for this reason, there is nothing you need to do on this planet to be invisible about that's positive if you need to be <laughs> invisible to do something you are creeping so hard on someone so i i just think if you're going invisible you oh man you got issues mm.
2: i, I want to jump in on this before my answer uh gets stolen uh i want to give an ocs referral to flying yes oh. i understand I, under, oh, uh, I understand it is the most commonly <laughs> chosen oh i would fly Do you know how many airplanes are up in the sky (laughs) on a regular basis? That pilot that had to land in the Hudson river because geese flew in the turbine, that's going to be a weekly occurrence (laughs) after how many people would have chosen flying because they didn't know that air traffic control told them not to fly in that location. No, I mean, it, it is so dangerous and so, so overrated. I mean, Uh, You would get bored of it. I I guarantee you, you would get bored of flying everywhere. It is barely better than running, and running (laughs) is already terrible.
1: How can you say it's
2: barely better than
1: running? How much experience do you have flying, Connor? As much as I have
2: running. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So very lacking. But I don't like either. I can tell.
0: All right, for mine... I had to think about this one a lot. Invisibility is my first one, and you stole it. So I'm gonna choose a different one. And I think it's gonna be I'm gonna go with superhuman strength. It sounds cool. It probably would be cool, but I feel like you kind of peak at a certain point and it's really obvious. And you have like a lot of them look really huge. And I just I don't know. I just doesn't you couldn't have live a normal life after that. Like everything you do would just be too extreme, too much. And then, like, your peak existence would be winning the Strongest Man competition.
2: I hope you never meet the person who you just insulted who might
3: have (laughs) superhuman strength. (laughs) They could probably really do some damage to you. Oh, my least favorite superpower? Um, I think I have little time. Anytime I've ever watched superhero movies, like The Flash, Super Speed, that does nothing for me. Like whatever, whatever. Like you're just a spaz. You're just like running around there and I don't know exactly what you're doing. Um, so I think that would probably be the one I'd be just like, ah, whatever, this is wasted on me.
2: That's fair. I think I would give an honorary degree uh, and my personal choice for a superpower would be mind reading. Oh, yeah. Uh, Creep. That's another question, <laughs> no, 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 no. Connor. I, I'd, be, I'd be able to control it. So I wasn't always knowing what everyone else was thinking. But as a person who puts his foot in his mouth <laughs> often, uh, it would be helpful for me to know some context clues of what the other person is thinking uh, before I say something. Uh, and I think mind reading would probably uh, save me from a lot, of, lot more awkward scenarios. Uh, and obviously, no one would know that I have this capability. I mean, I wouldn't just... You know, tell them. Oh, I know what you were just (laughs) thinking, but hey, I, 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 it would at least, it would at least help me, uh, in a lot of social interactions. We'll work on that. (laughs) I would take.
1: Um, I, I, I've wanted this for a long time. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, massive Star Wars fan. I'm taking the Force, or if we're going superpowers, then like telekinesis, that sort of deal. If I, the amount of times I have been like sitting on my couch and the remote is on the table, that's just too far out of reach. Like, I mean, and I have to lean forwards yep. to pick up that remote. That's that is too much for me already on the day. So I am
3: just using the force. And so I what if so your superpower is just over there? No, go ahead. Have you ever like lit, when no one's looking, like just tried to see if it would work? Like, maybe this time, actually, one of my.
1: One of my favorite that- activities is going up to a door that you know is an automatic <laughs> door uh-huh. and figuring out the distance. Watching people to get the distance and then just forcing it open <laughs> as you walk through it. <laughs> I, I, I am not someone you want to go to,
0: in public with. <laughs> all right, for my honorary degree, I'm going to go with omnilingualism. I probably pronounced Ooh. that wrong. But the ability to speak like all of the languages or communicate with like anyone, I think would just be super cool. Cause one, like, it wouldn't even seem like a superpower. You'd just be like super smart, and you could like blend in, do whatever, and you could communicate with like all of humanity, which would be really, really cool. And you could even add in like the ability to communicate with animals, which would like add even further to the power. So I just think the ability to communicate with everything would be really powerful. You had me up until the <laughs> animals point.
2: I'll be. I'll be honest, I, I I I would love to talk with all people. Like you would be the ultimate UN ambassador ever, because you could just sit there and not have to have the weird funky earpiece uh with, with 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 that skill. But talking to animals, I I'll be honest. I everyone's like, Oh, I wish I could tell what my dog is thinking. I have watched my <laughs> dog a lot in in quarantine. And I'm fairly certain <laughs> there are few thoughts that go between her head other than eating and having her belly rubbed, and I just don't really need to hear that <laughs> constantly. <laughs> rub, rub my belly, rub my I'm, belly, I'm rub my belly, and rub my belly. Yeah, I think it's either it's either going to be that I'm either going to be hearing rub my belly, rub my belly, or just duh. <laughs> like, and I, I I I don't know if I need that. I
3: I think uh, what I would probably want and this is far from anything that I know, which would be some form of a photographic memory that you have the ability to kind of learn things quickly, synthesize them and just remember them. Uh, I just think that that would be so helpful. And I suppose this is kind of like pulling from my deep love of of Iron Man and Tony Stark, but like his ability to just like synthesize information, apply it and then get it out there. I I would love to be able to do that better.
1: Yeah. I mean, that was a superpower to create <laughs> yeah, time so it travel, worked out. apparently.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, Father Pete, on behalf of all of us, we want to thank you so much for being with us today. Um, hey, thanks. You've made my time at Notre Dame super wonderful. And I know you've done that for so many other students, all the students that cheer for you at all the football games, and that just find you just to be an incredible, awesome human being. So we are so thankful you're a priest with us. Um, and before you go, do you want to give one sort of shout out to all of our listeners, uh, maybe how you maintain such a positive and happy attitude towards life in this crazy crisis?
3: Absolutely, Joe. First of all, Hey, thanks guys. I really appreciate the invite. Um, I, I think this <laughs> podcast is going places. So I, I I'm honored to say that I was, I was near the ground level when this thing got going. Um, just remember me when you get huge. Um, but the, what I, what I'd want to say to folks is, is like, we're going to take this one day at a time. We're going to get this through together and, um, we're going to get through this together. And then the other piece of it is, is like, this is an opportunity to savor things that we otherwise, um, maybe hadn't given as much attention um, and or or valued as much um, the, the time with family uh, time to spend with friends talking about the things that matter um, slowing down just a little bit there's gods in the midst of this just the same and so uh, to have that kind of hope um, I think it's going to guide us through on a day-by-day basis so Beautiful. thank you guys so much
0: yes thank you so much have a wonderful evening
3: likewise
0: Thanks again to Father Pete McCormick CSC for joining us today. Now we're going to go into our final segment where we share fun or happy news going on in the world to put a smile on someone's face. Jackman, you want to start us off. I would love to. Um
1: so for my good news this week, I'm going to keep this one personal cuz We've hit a month of quarantine now. I think today was the day we were supposed to go back to school. So we're we're officially a month through. And I think people are starting to get a little tired of being stuck in their houses for good reason. Um, but this past week, my grandma came home from the hospital from having COVID. Um, she has fully recovered. She's totally fine. I saw her the other day. Like, she's doing all good now. But it's real. Um, and it happens everywhere, you know. It's not like my grandma was traveling the world and was a spring breaker in Florida and picked it up picked up COVID, you know. She just, uh, we don't know how she got it, but she got it and um, she was in pretty serious condition for a couple days, but she's good now. So it is still a serious thing, but it's also recoverable. People are recovering all around the world. And so I just wanted to let people know that, you know, she's doing all right now.
0: Well, I'm really glad she's okay.
1: Thank wow. you, Joe. Thanks for the support, Connor. I just want, I I want everyone to know that as I was talking about my grandma with the plague currently, Connor was private messaging me, quote, your nails suck.
2: I didn't know what the news was going to be before I sent that message. And so now I just look like a turd. Connor, would you like Uh, to share your news? I'm really <laughs> happy that Jack's grandma is okay. <laughs> uh, that's part of my good news. Uh, but um, so overall public schools across the state of Georgia have been canceling uh, kind of the rest of the school year moving online. Um, proms, graduation all have been canceled. Uh, and they're not even doing something like Notre Dame where they're gonna host uh, you know something in the future. Uh, and so a group of a few of my friends back in, uh, back home, they've organized a way to do, um, these sort of drive through graduations for people. Uh, overall they, they've started a Facebook group where parents can go on and kind of request, um, uh, a group of people to just kind of drive by in their cars, uh, and they'll wave and honk and, uh, leave candy or, or whatever for uh, for these uh, the senior class uh, that's kind of graduating high school right now that unfortunately didn't get to have a graduation but they'll uh, they'll get to drive by and just shout words of encouragement uh, and I've just loved to see the videos of that uh, I'll watch them uh, just about every day uh, just seeing the regular updates that they have of, of the graduates that they've helped make happy
0: that's really cute I like that my news, I didn't realize you we are going to both be so serious about this. Um, your news is so much happier than mine. So very, I'd like to point that out. But my news, I saw on the news, and I thought it was really cute. So I'm going to share. A couple in London have nine-month-old gerbils named Pandoro and Tiramisu. And because they've been in quarantine, their gerbils didn't get to explore like they normally do. So they created a mini replica of an art museum for their gerbils. And they created like nine or 10 different exhibits and the gerbils can run around inside and look at all the art. And they have signs everywhere that say, do not chew. So the gerbils know the rules (laughs) and can follow along and enjoy the art in a really fun and creative way. So I thought that was really cute and exciting. And, I can tweet out the link if anyone else wants to see the art gallery. But it's like the famous art work. Pieces. No, I, I, I think they've got it. But instead of like people in the pictures, it's gerbils. So like the artwork is of gerbils. Uh,
1: I have a question, and, and I'm not going to criticize because this is the happy part of the show. But you say that. It's because of quarantine that gerbils don't get to explore like they normally would. Are gerbils, is it a common thing to take your gerbil to, like, the Prado and the, the Metropolitan Museum of Art? Is that is that a thing people do?
2: Absolutely.
0: Just, Where uh, else? All right. So in here it says that they have artwork including the Mousa Lisa, which that's pretty good.
2: Thursday from 7 to 9 is gerbil night uh, at at the Met. Peep peep peep. Pete, Peep 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 pig, peep, peep, peep. Pig, peep 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 pig, peep 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 pig, peep 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 <laughs> he's gonna hate this. <laughs> <laughs>